Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just a quick Supercoach update, how we went from the weekend. We're still waiting for lockout to finish. We're about to head into Bloke in a Bar Studios. Uh, so hopefully we've got our last updates uh, from the weekend and then hopefully we'll know soon where we're sitting. So uh, the classic team, let's kick off there, see how we went. Uh, so this weekend, uh, our hooker, Harry Grant, 110 points, absolutely carved it up. Yesterday afternoon, he was fantastic, Harry Grant. I made the decision a long time ago, not a long time ago, about three weeks ago, to be fair. Uh, I made the decision to go all in on one hooker being Harry Grant, and he has been really, really good ever since then. I, there's not a hooker that I would have rathered over the last few weeks, I don't think. Uh, he got 110 this week, from 57 the week before, 149 before that. Had us quiet, 36 the week before that, to be fair, uh, but before that was 95. So been really happy and that um, it's allowed me to free up cash to be able to use elsewhere by nothing out hooker. I've got the trades left that if I need to make a move on Harry Grant, if there's an injury or something, I can. Uh, so I've been really happy with that decision. Uh, my big pod play this week was to bring in Tino and he certainly did deliver. His team got absolutely smashed off the park. He scored a try and scored 105 super coach points with a break even of even of 104 at about 800k. Very, very happy with how that played out. So I think he will still be a big pod play for me. Obviously outscored all the other front rowers, which was sensational. Joe Tapp and I, I also played, who's owned by the vast majority of people, especially Tim, which is probably what I care about the most. 45, pretty disappointing. Probably hurt my draft team more. We'll talk about that soon. Corey Horsburgh scored a 58. 55 to 65 from Corey. I will take it. Would I like a little bit more? Yes, without a doubt. But I also think that when the Raiders are in closer games, that Horsburgh and Joe Tapanay will both score bigger. Um, as far as my second row, Fafita, 68. Happy with that. Britton Nicara, 70. Happy with that. Jermaine Hopgood, obviously in a game that was very hard for him to get through a lot of work. Only 41. That was probably my biggest bed shit of the weekend. I played Jermaine Hopgood over one. John Bateman, who scored 75. But more importantly, two. Torhu Harris, who scored 87. Just can't get 
Torhu Harris right. I think I'll be forced into playing him next week, and I guarantee you that's when he will have a little spell at some point. Halfbacks was wild this week. Halfbacks, we obviously thought all these guys were going to explode. Nathan Cleary got a 53. Nico Hines got a 55. I think SJ got 70-odd. So really not much difference between all these guys. So really, really interesting there. Obviously used my VC on Nathan Cleary. got 53. Timmy used his on Nico Hines. He got 55. Uh, so not, you know, not ideal there for both of us. Uh, but I had KP as my captain, who was my 5'8". Scored 77. So look, squared up with SJ owners, outdid Hines and Cleary players, and squared up with Latrell captainers. So I'll take that, to be honest with you. I was hoping for more. But you know what? I look at KP's score there and go, you know what? He had one try assist off a kick. Outside of that, he didn't really have any attacking stats. So to score 77 is pretty wild in a win like that. Obviously came off in the last 10 minutes, which wasn't ideal. Uh, I did expect a lot more from KP, and I needed a lot for, more from him in draft, but also classic realistically to try and get a good lead in front of Timmy. I think me and Tim are going to be within about 10 or 12 points of each other this week, which is insane. I think I have, I was winning by five points at the end of the game, so I'm not sure where it's at with updates and whatnot. I can't actually see Tim's score, weirdly enough. Uh, but yeah, I had... Caelan Ponger on 77, and then I had Cody Walker, who I almost didn't reserve. Thank God I ignored that ignored that instinct, uh, and he got 81 super coach points there, so I was very happy with that. Uh, then came my CTWs. Very, very happy with my CTWs across the board. Uh, Greg Mars, he was the lowest. He got 44. Wasn't ideal, uh, but Greg the leg just didn't get any opportunities, and 44 in a game where he had real no attacking stats. We'll take that. Dane Gagai, my pod play, absolutely love this guy. 97 killed it. Just unfortunate that your Mulatalos and these guys went really high. Guys like Mulatalo and Garrick, teams that aren't very deep, would have been forced to play those guys. Probably wouldn't have loved the matchups, but they killed it, uh, which is a bit of a kick in the dick. Not ideal. Uh, Joey Manu, 72, didn't play him last week. That hurt me. Glad I got him in there this week. And Campbell Graham also scored a 72. Scored a try late, thankfully, uh, but still getting through a lot of base work. Really happy to have Campbell Graham, especially when I have got Cody and Latrell on these guys. Speaking of Latrell at fullback, 81. As I said, about the same as Caleb Ponga's score, so we'll take that. And then my reserve fullback, James Tedesco, who I traded in last week, 63. So Teddy had a try assist to Joey Marnich. That really helped my team. But yeah, I'm hoping for a little bit more from Teddy. I'll be honest with you. Didn't love watching him on the weekend. Wasn't great, but I still think the Roosters can really give it to the Parramatta Eels this week. And I think Teddy, I think he could be in for 100 there. He could be in for a Teddy and Joey Manu, two very high scores there. It's at Combank Stadium, to be fair, but I don't know. Parramatta just look a little bit shot to me at the moment. I think the Roosters, hopefully with Sammy Walker coming in, they might find a little bit of confidence. I think they have found a little bit of confidence towards the back end of the season. So that was our Supercoach Classic weekend. We scored 1,269, which I think was okay. Uh, based on how my mates and stuff went, I think that was okay. I don't know if I'll go up, but I don't think I'll drop too much realistically. Um, obviously, a lot of key guys that I didn't have that did well, like your Tohu Harris's, um, SJ's, but I sort of squared up with them. Alex Johnson, he, he got the exact same as Campbell Graham, so not really going to hurt me there. I would have gained a lot of uh, on, on the Tino pick, obviously. Brian Totley did well, but not unbelievably well either. The guys that I didn't have that really would have hurt me, Mulatalo was one of them. He went 110, uh, which, you know, a lot of people obviously have Mulatalo, but most people don't have Gagai, so... I probably squared up there a little bit, I guess. The Torhu Harris one hurt. But I think even if I'm losing to people, I don't think I'll be losing by a stack. And there was no huge captain's options that killed it this week. Uh, I just about got the best captain option. I think SJ, what did SJ end up on? 
Sean Johnson, where's his name? 73, sweet. So, yeah, if I, with my um, with my play on Kaelin Ponger, I would have outscored those people. The ones that would have hurt me is the people that played both their Warriors middles, Adam Fanoa Blake and Torhu Harris. That's where people probably will gain a little bit on me. Dallin Matani's Lesniak only got a 58, thankfully. Didn't go too big, so most of my CTW is topped him. So, I don't think I'll lose too much ground, but I... I Probably don't see myself gaining too much either. Uh, big injuries this week. Obviously, Jackson Hastings went down, but that doesn't really affect people as far as trades and whatnot. Mitch Moses goes down, which helps. Uh, I don't think many people would have had Mitch Moses, but a few people that did, that probably assists. Um, and if you are still pretty heavy on Parramatta players, I think that will hurt them as well. Uh, but outside of that, nothing too much to really take um, from this week. It'll be interesting to see where my rank is at. I'm at, I'm at just outside 5,000 now. If I can climb into 5,000, that'd be I'd be stoked, but I'm not sure if I will move all that much this week. And those big weeks that they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. Um, I probably need it to actually happen pretty soon, which uh, isn't feeling great at the moment. So my goal probably now is to just beat Timmy. So fingers crossed we can. Uh, Draft. As you guys know, we had two bites of the cherry come finals time. This was finals week one. Needed to win this to have a week off next week. Um, We got played off the park. I mean, look... I'll be honest with you, I was really disappointed by my team across the weekend. We scored 883, so not a train wreck, but the guy I was playing, Kurt, he's got a fucking good team. I've sort of slept on Kurt throughout the season, so shout out to him. He'll be absolutely loving this. Uh, 1,023, did really well, Kurt, and he took a pretty safe VC. Um, I like in saying that, the other options that he, he, he was looking at, I'm not sure how many more points he would have got anyway. Uh, but yeah, 1,023, to be scoring 1,000 points in a... 14-man comp is very, very impressive. Um, only happens a few times in the year. I did it last see, I did it last week. Um, so to go 1,000 plus is pretty rare. I think like I've had a very, very good team this year. I think I've done it twice. Uh, so for Kurt to do a week one of finals, very, very impressive. Um, scored a number of tries this week, but the vast majority of them are guys that just score tries, and that's the sort of team that he's got. Brian Toto, Ruben Garrick, um, Sean... Uh, Cameron Munster, Dane Gagai, these sort of guys, you know, very, very high-end players. Had a few guys that crashed over that don't normally score, but, you know, that's that's super coach. You're, you're Toby Rudolphs and whatnot. Connor Tracy scored as well, you know, the Sharkies fullback, fair play. Kurt Cable had a really big game for him, 126. Jesus, when Kurt Cable tonned up, I just knew it wasn't my weekend. Uh, but, yeah, I think I had two players that went under 50. Um, so, as a whole, I was... I was Oh, it's okay with my team, you know, 883, it's still a good score. Um, considering that, you know, KP had one try assist for 77, Nathan Cleary scored 53. Um, it's not ideal, I have to go the long way around now, which is a real kick in the dick. Um, but I'm still feeling okay about my team. I think that I can win next week. I think I'm going to be playing Mick, who actually played in the dead rubber last weekend, so that's going to be a nice little rematch there. And, you know, I, I look at his game. His captain was Latrell Mitchell. He got 80. He brought Drew Hutchinson in as his AE, who got 130. He only scored 797. So even with, a, you know, an AE of 130 and a captain of 81, I still would have beaten him this week by 90-odd points. So I'm feeling pretty confident going into this week. Hopefully things fall my way. It's It just feels like one of those seasons where everything's a little bit harder than what it needs to be. So if that's the way we have to do it, that's the way we have to do it. Uh, if I manage to win this week coming against Mick, that'll mean that I'll take on my mate Steve in a prelim final. So very, very exciting. I think the guy that beat me this weekend, Kurt, I do think he's going to be pretty hard to beat. Obviously, there's a lot of things that happen in Supercoats that's chance, luck, whatever it might be. 
um, and obviously who gets rested and whatnot at the end of the season. But right now, Kurt has that team, and he only has to win two more games. So he'd probably be my favourite at the moment. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be very, very interesting. Other scores from this weekend, shout out to my mate Jem, the poor bastard. Um, he was in the six, uh, what is it, 7th v 6th battle uh, in our comp this week. And uh, Kieran won that one because he scored 967, which is a very big score. Jeremy scored 958. So to lose a finals game when you score 958 is heartbroken. Mate, I feel hard done by, and I scored 883. 9.58 and lose. Very, very tough gig there, and lost in pretty heartbreaking circumstances as well. Um, just have a look at their game. Cosie uh, had young Tonomapaya and Nick Meany, who scored, I think they scored 80-odd points in the last 10 minutes of that Melbourne Storm game yesterday. So very, very tough pill to swallow there. So bowing out of my comp will be Jem, who, to be fair... He probably cares the least about the compound of everyone. I'm probably more upset than what he is for getting out for 958. And uh, Phil, who is one of the two-time champions, one of the former champions, he's actually the only other former champion in the top eight outside of me. So leaves me all on my own to try and defend the crown. But I think it's going to get tougher and tougher as the season goes on because we've got some bloody good teams in here. Haven't even had a look at my matchups for next week. I might just have a quick look at them. I sort of wasn't anticipating to playing this week, as you guys know, so I haven't even looked at the matchups yet to see how they'll line up for my team. Might just go through them live now for you guys. We'll do this on the preview later in the week. Cowboys and the Sharkies uh, don't have any players from either of those sides, so that's going to be a pretty quiet Thursday night for me. Now, we will be taking on Mick. I'll just have a look at his matchups. As we go through, so Cowboys, Sharkies, I don't think he's got any, I oh know he's got Murray Torlungi and Jake Granville, and Sharkies, he's got Sifatalakai. Okay, so that'll be a reasonably big night, hopefully, oh, one on each team, I don't even know who I'm going to fucking support there. Uh, Warriors and the Manly Seagulls is the next game. I've got Jackson Ford from the Waz. Is he my only one from the Warriors? I think he is. I've got Dill, Dill Walker too if I play him. And then from the Manly Seagulls, I've got no one. Has Mick got anyone? No, he doesn't. Okay, so pretty quiet start to the week for me. Then we've got the Parramatta Eels taking on the Sydney Roosters. I don't have any Eels in my side, and I've got one rooster, Billy Smith, at the moment. So, uh, And from Pooh, he's, he's obviously got my boy, Jermaine Hopgood who has a little habit of scoring tries uh, at their home ground there. So, fingers crossed, he's able to stay quiet. That'll be a very, very nervous watch for me, watching my son go around doing his thing there. Uh, but, yeah, Billy Smith, he's been in really good form for me the last few weeks, a guy that I've been a little bit hesitant to play, uh, but he has been going good. He's been going good guns. So, I think I'll have to back Billy in for another week, and fingers crossed he can produce something there. Uh, our next game. Oh, sorry, I've also got Jared Rear Hargroves, who's one of my front row forwards, but I may trade him out. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do there. That's a bit of a shit fight at the moment. The next game is the West Tigers and the Dolphins, Saturday, 3 p.m. I do not have any West Tigers, and I have no Dolphins. This is a pretty grim start of the week. I'm going to come home fucking strong in this game. I'll tell you that much for free. Yeah, I don't have any. Oh, I've got one Dolphin, Connolly Lemuelu, um, and Tiger. At the moment, I've got Dane Laurie as well, to be fair. I keep forgetting he exists and he's in my team. Uh, so we'll work out if we're going to play him or not. Seems like a pretty big gamble to me. But he did well on the weekend. In this game, uh, Pooh's actually got a few guys here. He's got Jermaine Joloff, 59 on the weekend. As we said, he'd do well. He's a very good player, Jermaine Joloff. And Jaden Campbell, 47. He's probably the uh, the wild card there. He's the guy that could go 100-plus. And Luke Brooks, who's been playing some good footy as well. So, yeah, that game could be a danger one for me without any... 
Sorry, I was talking about the Titans, and they're, they're in the next game. But Pooey, he doesn't have any Dolphins. Uh, let's move to the Titans game. As I said, he's got Jaden Campbell, Jermaine Joliffe, these sort of guys. Jaden Campbell actually against the Penrith Panthers. I'm okay with that. And I'm hoping up there at the Gold Coast, Nath Cleary uh, can put on a bit of a show there. It, can, it means I can leave my VCs and stuff pretty late in the week, which isn't a bad result. Uh, for me in that game, Titans... I won't have anyone from the Titans. I will have Nate Cleary, potentially Zach Hosking as well, depending on what happens uh, with his selection and whatnot. I've also got Tyron Peachy, who I wonder if Isaac Tungo's out for another week. Maybe Peach comes into the centres and maybe they move Zach Hosking back to the bench. If so, uh, that would be ideal. So hopefully Isaac Tungo missing for another week. That would do me a little flavour. If so, that would be ideal. Uh, the next game of the week is the St. George Illawarra Dragons taking on the Melbourne Storm. I've got Jacob Little in this one. I think that's my only player from the St. George Illawarra Dragons. I've obviously got Jack DeBellum, but he will not feature. So, yeah, just Jacob Little at Hooker, who's a bit of a shit fight, but hookers are hard to come by, so I'll have to deal with it. Uh, in this game, has he got anyone from the Melbourne Storm or the Dragons? I don't think he does. Yeah, no one from either of those two sides. So, Saturday night, once Nathan Cleary's done, that'll pretty much be our game done and dusted. And then comes the big one. Jesus Christ. Sunday afternoon, 2 p.m., coming to you from Newcastle. We've got the Knights taking on the Rabbitohs. I've got Caelan Ponga. He's got Latrell Mitchell. So the, the clash of the two big fullbacks there, that will be a terrifying afternoon. He has only got the one South Sydney Rabbitoh, Latrell Mitchell. He's got Dominic Young as well from the Newcastle Knights. So I'll be watching on both sides of the park there. In this game, I've obviously got Campbell Graham. I've got Caelan Ponga. I've got Tawala if he plays, if Bradman Best is out still. And then I've also got uh, Adam Elliott as well. So that's a pretty big game for me, that Newcastle game. And if Nathan Cleary doesn't do well... I may have to captain KP in that and just hope that he does well up there at Newcastle without Hastings, which will either really help KP supercoach-wise or really hinder him. I'm not sure which way it's going to go. Obviously, I'd rather Newcastle with Jacko, but he is pretty ball-dominant, and he only sort of gives... Um, he only gives KP the ball when he thinks KP needs the ball. Whereas I think without Jacko, I think it'll force KP to take more control, which might mean he'll be a little bit more selfish, but that's better for Supercoach. You want KP having as many touches as he can. So it'll be interesting to see how that balances out. Hopefully, South Sydney have still got a few middles out because without their middles, Latrell can go a little bit quieter, but I still need him to do well for me in Classic. Uh, the last game of the week is the Raiders and the Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, I've got my Raiders, obviously, my middles... I'm really worried that they could run away with this game potentially, but it's not really the Raider way. So hopefully they, they hang in this game. My Raiders can do okay uh, against the Canterbury Bulldogs, who I don't have anyone from there. From that side, uh, Mick's got a few, to be fair. Jacob Preston, who might be suspended. I'm not sure where Jacob Preston is at with that tackle from the weekend. That would be very, very helpful if he was suspended this week. I've got no idea what the charge is or whatever, uh, but you would have to think... Um, he would have he would have something to face. Might just be a fine though. To be fair, just doing a bit of dioring to see if we can find anything. Um, Jacob Preston hit drop tackle. Do, 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 do. Can't see anything there. Uh, but we'll see how that plays out during the weekend. He's got Blake Wilson as well, who doesn't overly worry me there. Um, so yeah, that is our matchup coming this weekend. We'll do a deeper dive into it this weekend coming once we've got team lists and stuff. I'm sure a lot of things will change there, so there'll be heaps to chat on there. Uh, but guys, that is our Supercoach wrap from round 24. Because it is finals and we're getting down to the back end, we'll probably start to do one of these each Monday now. Uh, maybe next Monday will be our last draft one though. We are in sudden death footy now. Uh, I've got to put the seatbelt on now and ride at home because it is going to be a pretty wild finish. Fingers crossed we can get it done and fingers crossed 
crossed, we can hold not only hold Timmy Williams at bay, but hopefully. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Start to stretch a lead on him. Uh, the Brisbane Broncos got the bye this weekend too, so a nice little win for me. Not being a Payne Haas owner, not being a Reese Walsh owner. Um, the only spot where it hurts me is that I've got Katoni Staggs in draft, but I've got enough CTWs to cover that, so that is okay. All right, guys, that'll do us for our Supercoach wrap-up. Stay tuned for these over the next couple of weeks. It's going to be a pretty exciting run home. I cannot wait for every minute of it. The Rapid Review coming your way very, very soon.